Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat production up to 450 degrees. Okay, so I actually tried Way's new anti-frizz cream on live with my community, which is kind of risky, right, to try a new product on live. I put it on my hair, which as you guys know is level 9 million frizzy. And by the time I had got done finishing my glam because I was doing glam on live, my hair was dry and I was shook to my core at how smooth my hair looked, especially that frizzy top part, you know, in in your part, all those little baby hairs coming through, that frizzy part, that was smooth. So shout out Way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code MEATINKS for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com promo code me tanks what's up guys welcome back to the pod happy monday hope you all had a great fabulous safe sexy weekend can i just talk something through with you guys with no judgment okay so i did not watch the bear i watched half of the first season i I thought it was really good i just couldn't get into it it's me not them okay i thought it was great i get the hype I mean, he is so my type, Jeremy Allen White, like for sure. I mean, the the little tattoos, the big arms, the floppy hair, like the sexy demeanor. Like I, I get it. I am on board. I bought a ticket for the show. I'm involved 100%. I love a short king. You know me. I was thinking about the Calvin Klein thing. And I was thinking about um, like how the entire internet was thirsting after him with such a thirst that it was actually like it was actually insane and i was thinking like whoa that must be so crazy for like him to feel that way and then i know that he like recently went through a breakup with his ex-wife and i was thinking about her and i was like it took me over a year to get over i don't even know if i'm over my ex yet just this moment of honesty like to the point where i'm still you know think about him sometimes whatever that was too honest whatever If I had to look at a billboard 
of my ex doing a Calvin Klein campaign, you would have to call an ambulance for me, okay? And I, I know that makes me lame. And I know I'm usually like stiff upper lip, like ignore him and always come back to the life scavers, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then someone told me, one of my friends, I think they were like, oh, apparently she allegedly, I don't, I don't want to start any rumors. I don't know if this is the main thing, but allegedly maybe she was, you know, hot. there was some infidelity going about. I don't know. I don't know. But it doesn't really matter if your ex was the Internet's boyfriend. It would be so hard for me. Like, I, I think that that I, I don't think I could ever be famous because that would be absolutely insane. That would be so, so, so painful. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just like any of us. You know, maybe it's just the same as seeing your ex out around in your town or on Instagram. I don't know. But I just had that random thought when I was like looking at all the, the, the entire Internet, I think, shut down for like two days, two calendar days because of the Calvin Klein thing. And I was like, damn, even if you wanted to break up with him or whatever, that would be kind of painful. That would be kind of like, whoa, that's a lot. And every single person thinking like, I want to fuck your ex. Like that would be overwhelming. No, I don't know. I couldn't do it. And weirdly, I don't think of myself as a jealous person. It's it's not per se the jealousy. It's like the amount of surface area of your ex in the world. You know what I mean? Like for us normal people, we can mute them, we can block them and it's out of sight, out of mind. And then you know, you run into them sometimes, but imagine literally walking down the street and you have to see a billboard of your ex. That would be really difficult. Else was I thinking about that? I don't know. That was just so crazy for me. I just, I wanted to talk it through. Um, There has been a miracle in my life. I am very excited to share with you guys, which is that I, I enjoyed going to the gym. I enjoyed the weightlifting. God bless my trainer. He's so patient. He has the perfect demeanor for me because he's not like that hardcore. He's so nice. So I don't feel like I can say no to him really. But then also if I'm like, I'm really tired, he's like, oh, it's okay. I've done, I think, seven or eight sessions now. And I don't know why it's just clicking more this time, but I really kind of like it. I love not having my phone for an hour. I do really like feeling strong. I I feel like I can see a difference, but I don't know. I that might just be like placebo and feeling better about myself. But I just if anyone was, you know, wanting to try it and feels scared because they're intimidated. Trust me, no one was more intimidated than me. I, I even do those things where you like put the weight across your hips and then you like push it up, which to me was always like the most hardcore gym thing that I, I was like, I was like, that is for serious people you know that's for the gym girlies and I've done it and we keep adding weight every week which is like exciting and fun so you know just twice a week but I feel very proud oh okay I don't want to fear monger I really don't but I know I have the attention of a lot of women and I really want to tell you guys about something for safety so my friend Ashley sent me a video last week of a girl who was living in Beverly Hills and she was going home, got out of an Uber. And by the way, this is common in L.A. This is L.A. is very sorry again not to fear monger, but I don't feel safe in L.A. And she was walking to her house and this all got caught on ring camera. And this man came up behind her and like attacked her. He had obviously followed her in from her from her Uber and had been waiting there and like thank God she gave him hell. She gave him hell, this girl. I'm so proud of her, whoever she is. So proud of her. She like started just fighting back, okay? 
guys, I just want you to be careful when you're leaving your car to get in, whether it's an Uber or your your car, whatever. That is a main time when women are attacked. Okay. And I actually met with a security specialist a few years ago because of something unfortunate. But what he told me is the number one time in our day when our guard is down is when we're getting in and out of our houses, in and out of our car, because we're like, we're already thinking about the next thing. We're always on our phones. And then once he told me this, I was like, holy shit, he's right. 9,000 times out of 10, I pull up in my in my car and I'm like, oh, I can look at my phone again because I'm not driving. I take out my phone like a fucking idiot. I am not aware of my surroundings. I'm staring at my phone with intensity like, oh, Instagram. And I get out and I'm like bumbling around. Sidebar, can we just talk about how every time a girl leaves her car, she has like 7,000 things. You know, you've got your your ESWB, you've got your purse, your, you've got your car keys, you've got this, you've got that. And it's like, there's so much shit to carry and you are not paying attention. Please, you guys, if you do, if you take one thing from my podcast this week, when you get to your house or your destination, stop. Put your phone in your bag or in your pocket. Look 360 degrees. And again, I'm not trying to scare you, but like ever since I learned this, I just do it naturally. And it's just like, hey, this could help one person. Look 360 degrees around your car. Look at your door or the door to where you're going. Is there anyone in the way? Is there anyone lingering behind you that looks fucking sketchy? If you're in an Uber, say, hey, could you please just wait till I get to the door? That is completely fine. And if they are half of a decent human being, they will do it for you. Guys, just please be safe. Like it is... I hope that no one ever has to use this, but I just think that like we should all be more aware of our surroundings. And as someone who has the worst ADHD, I'm so scatterbrained and I'm addicted to my phone. I'm literally before I had this meeting and I like had this training, I was literally like I'm in another world at any given time. I'm thinking about like, oh, if I was a My Little Pony, like what color would I be? Would I be pink or would I be purple? Like I literally live in La La Land. So please just do this for me. okay? and if you're going you know, to your get pepper spray. I carry pepper spray. Um, you know, if you're going to your door and like it's dark, whatever, get your shit ready. By that, I mean kind of have it out. Like you don't want to be fumbling around with your keys like for 10 minutes in front of your door while it's shut. Right. Because then there's just more opportunity. So look, I don't want to scare anybody. It's better to be prepared. Please just do this for me. Please look 360 when you leave your car. Wow, I've been so repetitive on this, but it's just because I care about it. It just really scared me. So I I really hope that you guys do that. Guys, I am back to my melatonin addiction on, it sounds like an ad. It's not. It It is, I'm addicted to melatonin. And I, I know you can't really be addicted to it because it's like natural or whatever, but I need those gummies. I use the Natrol. It's called Natrol Melatonin. It's just like a berry gummy. Oh my God. It's so, I just, I can't sleep without it. Do I have crazy nightmares? Yes, but I have crazy nightmares anyway. So I would rather get nightmares with sleep than nightmares with, with no, you know, with like three hours at the beginning of the night, just like staring at the, at the ceiling. I just like, I just feel right now that I'm either taking melatonin or I drink that night and then I fall asleep that way, which isn't good because you're REM sleep anyway. My habits are just out the fucking window this year, you guys. That's okay. Everything comes in waves. Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. And actually that leads me perfectly to what I want to talk about today. 
which is kind of like when things don't work out. It's kind of failure. And this was a recommendation from one of you guys because you wrote to me and you said, I love the episode about, you know, when to take a big leap of faith and when to push yourself. What do you do when it doesn't work out? And I was like, oh, that's a really good point. That's a really good point because it happens. Shit fucking happens. Like things don't work out. And it's funny because I was on the phone with Saba this morning and I was like, we were like, we're both in our flop era. And she's like, I, I am too. I'm in my flop era. And I was like, honestly, everything is kind of in its flop era right now. Like nothing feels cool or exciting. And I am one of those people who thinks only boring people are bored. I really am. But I will say that for a sustained amount of time, I have been seriously disinterested in, I guess I would say media. Like, yes, there was good movies for the Oscars. Like I'm obsessed with poor things, which I want to talk about in a second. Obsessed with Barbie, obviously. And yeah, like I, I like the new True Detective. I like Salt Lake City. I just haven't been inspired. So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool. So you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a little travel secret. The best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping museums, and art galleries. You guys, I am about to fire up my group chat because I love the idea of going to Scottsdale this summer. I love the idea that we can take it any way we want. We can go to a fancy dinner. We can get rowdy at a pool party. I've heard of the famous pool parties in Scottsdale and I need to experience them because there's nothing I love more than sunshine and a good time. Visit experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks. There are so many books out there, it can be hard to choose one. But becoming a Book of the Month member makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Members get books delivered right to their door and shipping is always free. There's even an app to pick your book and track your reading progress. And there are audiobooks too. So I'm obsessed with this, you guys, because I feel like sometimes I get decision paralysis on what to read next. And the fact that Book of the Month Club, they decide for you, they pick the best because they do all that reading is just fantastic. I love to be in the reading community and book of the month is an incredible way to really get engaged with your reading. Maybe you want to pick it back up for summer. It's so important to always have a book when you're going on your summer trips, reading by the pool or just reading before bed, which is, as you know, my favorite thing to do. Right now, you can get your first book of the month for just $5 with code PEDALS by visiting bookofthemonth.com. That's bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS. 
Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. A consistent body care routine is so important to me, you guys. I love to feel good in myself. I love to feel good in my skin. It is our largest organ, so I like to take care of it. And I like to look good while naked. Yes, I admit it. You guys know I am obsessed with Osea. And a lot of it in part is because of how the products make me feel. So I love that I can trust everything that they make because they put such care and thought into each product. And I love how the body products make my skin feel very soft, very smooth. There's a no harsh chemicals or dyes in any of it. It's just natural and it makes me feel naturally good. Glow from the inside out with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code TINKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60, head to OSEAMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. I, I guess I'm always going to be chasing a few different eras. I'm always going to be chasing 2016, which was like maybe the best year of the 2010s. I mean, definitely the best year of the 2010s, but like no one knows exactly why there was just so much magic right then, but it was just, it was very magical. That kind of level of engagement with music and TV and Instagram. I was just, it was such a happy time. And then the second period was in COVID, which was obviously a very shitty time for everybody. But my God, we had a good time online. We were fucking funny. TikTok was a fucking riot. It was hilarious. It was honestly I would go on for eight hours and I would be wheezing. Like I would be there would be tears running down my eyes. It was in its vine era. I think that's why it was in its Vine era. Instagram was really fun then. You know, we had Tiger King. We had Too Hot to Handle. It just felt like there was more. It just felt like a, a fun, engaging time. And I'm not going to lie to you. And that's, by the way, that's bad for me to say because I'm an influencer. But I just like, I have no girl crushes right now. Not one. And I live for girl crush. You know how I'm always banging on about like, I can't live without a crush, blah, blah, blah. By the way, I have two crushes right now. So I'm like feeling good on that, like romantic crushes. And I matched with one of them on a dating app, but he didn't respond to me. Don't worry. I will get to him. Um, I put him on my crush list. So we're going to wait for the list to do its magic. But I don't have a girl crush. And for me, I did that whole episode about how I was like freakishly obsessed with these girls who I follow for my Finsta. And I know that they would think I was lame, whatever, whatever. I don't even have any girl crushes right now. I don't have any. Actually, I just found this new girl on TikTok. I need to investigate her more, but I think she might be my new girl crush. But I just feel everything's a bit blah. And I've spoken to many people who agree. 
And I really wonder why that is. I I kind of feel like a little bit it's it's just that there's too much. I, I genuinely feel like we are reaching a point where there is simply too much for us to digest to the point where nothing is hitting. We have literally endless streams of entertainment everywhere. And I don't know, it's just... I read something really interesting the other day that was like the internet used to be a place where we would go to have a break and now real life is where we go to have a break from the internet because we are just on it all the time 24/7 and it's true in my last episode I spoke about how I woke up I literally wiped the drool off my face and I'm on Instagram like looking for a hit and nothing is hitting zero anyway I digress by the way poor things I don't think I spoke about it on the pod yet so I just want to say it was everything to me Emma Stone is everything. I loved that movie. It was so beautiful, so layered, so gorgeous. You know, even just the materials. Like, I know it was all filmed on, like, one stage, but the way that they used velvet, the way that they used the wispy clouds, the way that they showed the water when they were on the boat was so beautiful. I won't give any spoilers. Don't worry. To me, this movie was about, first of all, women and their relationship to men and what I thought was really interesting is how they showed different relationships of male and female man as the creator of woman man as the captor of woman man as the lover of woman man as the friend of woman and how in some aspect of all of those dynamics men wants to control and own and consume and puppet the woman and then you also see the women the female female friendship relationship the women women love relationship and I just thought it was so abundant and beautiful in its message and really left you with a lot of great questions and I also thought it was kind of about that moment when you realize that the world isn't fair but it's also about coming back from that moment and thinking, okay, can't fix everything. I can't fix inequality. I can't fix poverty. I cannot fix disease and and unfairness on a mass scale. But what can I do? And it's like how much you come back from that point is basically how much of an optimist or pessimist you are, which is something I think about all the time. Anyway, if you haven't seen this movie, four things, go see it because it was breathtaking to me. I thought it was so funny that you guys felt that Mark Ruffalo's um, accent was bad. I thought it was purposefully bad. I thought it was kind of like a part of his bit, as in he's this phony guy and no one really knows where his accent is from. And it's just kind of like part of the thing. But you guys felt like you were saying that in All the Light We Cannot See, which I guess is on Netflix, he also had like a really shitty kind of French American accent. So maybe he just can't do an accent. I don't know. I think everything in that in the movie Poor Things was so deliberate that I don't think that they would let that slide if it wasn't. But anyway, that's my two cents. On to what to do when big things don't work out. And again, this is like, I feel like I'm in my flop era, but I also feel like the internet's in its flop era, so I feel less bad. I'm trying to think of some other really big situations. Like, I, I guess for me, the biggest one was Gap Inc. And for those of you who don't know, when I was at Stanford in my senior year, I was like, I want to do the retail management program at Gap. And I 
This was a very prestigious program. They would take like 30 kids a year. They called it the Harvard of Retail. Their words, not mine. And I wanted it so bad. I prepped and prepped. I stayed up nights. I was fucking crushing these interviews. It was it was like many, many rounds of these interviews. You had to do a presentation. You had to stay the night in San Francisco one night. You had to do like, it was really intense. And I got it. And I thought, this is perfect. I'm going to move to San Francisco. I'm going to work at Gap. I'm going to become a retail exec. I'm going to live in Marin. It's going to be perfect. This is going to be my life, right? And when I got there and I realized pretty quickly how bad I was at this job, like catastrophically bad at this job, like couldn't do it and was kind of basically figuring out how much time I had before everyone else was going to figure out that I didn't do it. And so would I call that a complete failure? No, but I would call it a time when you took a big leap of faith on yourself and you really thought something was going to work out and it didn't. I do love that quote. I think it's John Lennon. It's always okay in the end. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. So I just want to say that up front for anyone who feels like they just took a big leap of faith and they're in the failure time. It's not the end. Okay. If you move to a different city and you fucking hate it, it's not the end of the story. You're either going to push through and like it or you're going to move back and it doesn't matter. If you quit a job and you were like, I fucking hate my job. I'm over this. Like I can find another job and you haven't. It's okay. It's not the end of your story. It's not the end of the time. It is just the first inflection point. Okay. I think that failure is what builds character. And I think that fucking up not even that it's fucking up. I think that when you have those moments where it just didn't pan out, that is what when you really see who you really are. You don't know who you are when things are good because it's just you don't have anything to push up against. You don't, you know, when when everything is fine and like your relationship's amazing and you're you love your city, you love your job, life's good. Go have fun. That's fine. That's great. That's what life's about. But you don't really figure out like who am I? Like what am I made of? until you have really big moments of like, wait, this did not work out the way I thought it did. I took a bet on myself and it didn't work out. Another thing my my therapist always tells me that really, really helps me, she says we are always doing better than we think we are. So again, I'm taking the instance of you moved cities and you were you thought like, say you moved to Portland. You're like, this is going to be my new life. I'm going to love it here. I'm going to fall in love. I'm going to get a new job. I'm going to love the weather. I'm going to hike every weekend and you move and you're like, it's fucking raining. Haven't made a single goddamn friend. There's no one on the apps. And I hate my new job that I relocated to. And you're like, whoa, I really fucked up. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Number one, you're always doing better than you think you are. Number two, it's always okay in the end. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. And number three, every single interesting person you know has had these moments. Every single person that you look up to, whether it's an entrepreneur, a business person, an athlete, like every single person that you are you revere has had the moment of like, did I make the wrong choice? What the fuck am I doing? I am not doing okay. I'm doing shitty right now. Okay. Another time that this happened to me was like the first time that I lived in New York. And I know it's confusing because now I talk about New York like it's literally the sun. But 
I'm going to be real. When I moved to New York, I really did not settle. That's why I moved to L.A. after two years, because I just I felt like I was fucking up. Like I I didn't feel like I was settling. I didn't think there was anything for me there. I was so stressed out. I was really lost. And even though in the moment that was tough, think about how I talk about that period of my life now so positively. And that's because in every kind of valley, you know, there's peaks and valleys. In every valley, there's lessons to be learned and there's growth to be had. And that is so fucking important to remember. So sometimes you don't know what it is until it's over. I mean, most of the time you don't know what it is until it's over. So if you're in one of those moments, keep going with the Portland thing. You move to Portland, you you fucking hate it. You don't know what's going to happen. You are going to look back in two years and be like, thank God I moved to Portland. And that could be because in six months, everything changes and you love it. Or it could mean because you in six months, nothing has changed and you hate it and you leave. And you want to know what? You'll look back and say, oh, my God, you guys, I moved to Portland like two years ago and it was really difficult. It was the craziest year of my life. Like nothing was working, but I really figured out who I was and I figured out that I hate Portland. So I moved. I moved to Austin and now I love it and I'm so happy here. And I would have never done that had I moved to Port if I hadn't moved to Portland. Another thing my therapist always tells me, which like I find really difficult, but it is such a relief when I can do it is like drop in and have a little faith. It's in those moments where you just have to say, okay. This is not panning out how I thought it would, but I'm dropping into a little faith because I've always worked it out before. Also, sometimes, not always, I kind of like those periods because you kind of know that a good thing is coming. Like after you have one of those like really stressful times where you're like, this is really bad. Like my life is not going according to plan. Usually right after one of those, you have like an amazing growth period or like something really sick happens to you. At least that's how it's always gone for me. So I am hoping and praying that that this slump is about to be followed by something dope. So again, dropping into faith. What else can you do? I hope that was helpful. Okay, you guys, I will be back here on Wednesday for another live show. God, the live shows are getting good. Don't forget, you can always email me, it's me tinks at SiriusXM.com about a question you want answered on Wednesday or anything else in between because I'll be doing a mailbag episode coming up. I love you a lot. See you Wednesday. Bye. Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q-zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me, I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go and I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024, the spring's coming and ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code TINKS on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R. H-O-B-A-C-K dot com. That's 20% off with the code TINKS.